just like Lil Wayne used to start all his songs before he died clinically four times. Welcome back to the Washed Up Podcast. It's going to be a sports-heavy episode this week. We missed two weeks, and there's a lot of shit going on. But we always start with a little would-you-rathers and a little non-sports, but then we get into the MLB. I don't understand what's going on. I hope they can explain that to me. Uh, Brez wrote a thesaurus today about the NBA, so we'll probably get into a little bit of that. And um, we're canceling the NFL and gambling, but we're going to talk about it. Welcome back to the Washed Up Podcast, Season 5, Episode 15. Let's get it! You can come get me. I'm in the windy city. So you can come get me. I'm in the windy city. Baby, get like a Louisville slugger and I'm putting this in the field. And we're back like we never, <laughs> ever left. I love how your voice gets so NPR when you do the intro. <laughs> I just don't know who I want to be sometimes. So, you know, I just try and be everybody. Hey, uh-huh. that's all right. Um, so I was, before we get into would you rather, this kind of leads into it. So I was just out grabbing a drink before this. And I was telling the guys that I was with that we do would you rathers uh-huh. to start the show, to get the brain flowing. And they gave me an amazing one. All right, let's hear it. You want to start off with that one? Yeah, obviously. Would you rather never laugh again or never be able to come again? Oh my God. What that's if I, what hard. if what that's if, the hardest one we've ever had? Like, what if I came while I was laughing? See, what if I a, laugh so hard that I can't? <laughs> I think I've been close. <laughs> so I think I, I don't that think it, that's dude. not even like, that's not even fair. No. So laughing is the best. Yeah. And I'm not even Cummings saying like, I know, and I'm not so, even saying like I'm the big, biggest sex guy. I mean, no, I dabble, totally, you know, like I've totally done it. And yeah. I, if anybody comes to my face and says, you've never done it, you're wrong. Cause yeah. I've, I've done it. hundred percent. I've done it like 12 times. Just, yeah. I can count how many times I did it on all my fingers and toes. But so here's the thing <laughs> it is being, is being depressed worse worse than blue balls or well, does blue balls cause depression exactly yeah. it's a fucking catch 22 it's a lose lose situation so which one su- well I mean, but we have to is, pick it's in our contract my only thing is i definitely laugh more than i come oh no i, I, <laughs> no I would hope no so. doubt yeah absolutely unless like you got that weird disorder where you're like uh-uh. <laughs> Dude, like me when I laugh. I just yeah. If you don't laugh more than you come, that's got to be one of the weirdest people to be around. Yeah. That's just Christian Bale. Like if well, you- when I was 12, there was probably a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were no laughs at that time. time no. alone. Yeah. Oh, why do I keep doing this? Dude, do you think- you That think fucking like, feeling after. You so think worse. like Johnny Sins comes more than he laughs? Yeah. No, dude, because like- it, he can't bust for like an hour. Well, and a half yeah, on the if you set. do that's it about a, like great, if you go with like time point. management, like he doesn't have enough time in his life. 
to, to dude, come more laughs. Like, and the girls he's with is handling load management. Yes, literally. they are. Quite literally. <laughs> um, oh, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, what's, sorry. What's We're her starting name? off weird What's today? her name? Madison Ivy out this week for load management. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I'm going to answer this question. Yeah, I'm going to answer it, it honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could do it. I don't think I could do it, but I'm going to choose laugh. I 100% am on the same side with you. Yeah. That's yeah. My, my whole thing is I laugh more than I come. Yeah. And that's like, I'm doing all right. Yeah. I also like love to laugh. Yeah. You know, like of course everybody loves to come. Like, that's just, <laughs> that's a given. That's nature. like the, hu- exactly human nature. But being able to laugh and like make people laugh and then laugh at people laughing with you yeah. is like one of the best things. It's almost as good sometimes. Dude, I was going to say that's why like I could never be on a set like acting because like I, when anybody else laughs, I don't care if they're making fun of me. I laugh. Right. Yeah. Every and time. Like, and when you like hear someone's laugh for the first time oh my God. and it like maybe doesn't match up with their face or their voice, you're yeah. just like, this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. This is the greatest thing I've ever this seen. This in and of itself is funnier than the joke that they're laughing at. <laughs> 100%. You know? I'm going laugh. I'm going laugh. I'm going laugh. All right. Good Christian boys. Um, I'm not married. I have. <laughs> I've never came. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> I have never done that. Okay. Now the children could tune in. Would you rather have to shave your head or have your nose pierced? So when I read this, this is a very um, like gender question, kind of. Sort of, yeah. You know, like there are, I don't know. I don't want to get me too, but um, <laughs> sorry, that doesn't even make sense. But, um, <laughs> you know, like women. women you're about to get me too by what you just said. Right, but women would most re- most likely rather pierce their nose than shave their head. Of course. And I'm leaning towards the nose piercing just to be that guy that graduated from art school. Yeah. But again, like the shave your head rather than getting a nose piercing is a very masculine approach to this question. Well, but also I wrote it down because all four of us have like thick, great hair. Yeah. 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 So like it'd be, it'd be tough to have a shaved head. I know. And like I had a shaved head once. No, we're talking bald. No, I, I was shaved bald for swimming because it's like a thing swimmers do. Oh, but then you weird. put your cap on and nobody saw. Uh, dude, I looked like a fucking weird baby bird. My head is shaped so strange. I mean, like, I know. I'll get one of those little studs in my ears or I'll go fucking full Persia and do the, what's it called? The like bull the ring? Bull ring. Yeah. Alvin Kamara. Oh, my God. Yeah. You oh yeah, psycho. like the Persian one. Yeah, I like that. If, even if you're gonna do it, might as well yeah, go full lean tilt. Lean in. Yeah, I would have. I would have to be nose pierced because I just couldn't live without my hair. Yeah, I've been into that mindset before. Like when I had my long hair, and my whole goal for my entire life before I die is just to be a silver fox. Yeah, of course, me too. Like if I lose my hair and I I get no satisfaction of having just a nice head of silver hair. Yeah. I'm going to be so mad. I got bad news for both of us. Though. What's up, dude? We have dark hair. Yeah. Like, I don't think many silver foxes go from dark to silver. I don't know. Maybe I'll just get the just for men touch of gray and well, just start <laughs> implementing it into my <laughs> own life. The opposite. It's just as sexy. The yeah. opposite of just for gray. Yeah. <laughs> just like for that. men touch of your normal hair color. But the thing with the nose piercing is like DK Metcalf could pull it off because he could do whatever he wanted because he could just yeah, take his shirt off and everybody him. runs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like, 
if I had a nose piercing, I would look like a fucking douche. Uh, oh, I would. Also, I wouldn't like, like nobody would know how to read you. Like, what's your right. thing? If right. you're walking, like if you have a shaved head, you're like, oh, maybe he was getting a little insecure about maybe right. going bald in some places. Yeah. But yeah, you know what? Bald guy. Yeah. Cool. You have a nose piercing. What do you do? Oh, I work for an electrical contractor. No, you don't. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. makes it more risky. Yeah, no, right? yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going nose because I just can't do it without the hair. I think I'm going to shave my head. I, I hear you. Yeah. I've been bald. I can't go back. <laughs> um, let's get the nose piercing. You right. would look wild in a nose piercing. That would I, be fucking great. Next question. <laughs> I hear you, yeah. but I see you. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather have a huge booger hanging out of your nose for the rest of your life or a pimple on your forehead for the rest of your life? Pimple. Oh, for sure. Pimple. You have to go pimple, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. The booger is way more embarrassing. Like there's, you're just there's, gross. there's so many things you can do about yeah. boogers. Everybody else yeah. has pimples. Not everybody's yeah. walking around with fucking boogers. Out yeah. Else. 100%. Okay. And I think like you can fit like pimples come naturally. You can right. fix the like right. booger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Have you heard of a Kleenex? Yeah. Please. I don't know, man. That'd be funny though. Be the booger guy. No, it wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> no, this, that was, a, that was an easy one. Would you rather have to, Eat only broccoli for the rest of your life or be forced to watch an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians every day. And I am being totally honest with you. I'm going to take broccoli. Dude, I really? love broccoli. Yes. I like it too, but I couldn't. I, I, pizza is my favorite food. I couldn't eat pizza every day. It's yeah, going to it's gonna fucking suck to eat broccoli every single day. But like... I can sit down and I sit down with my mom and I'm like, ah, I'm not going to watch this shit. And then I get stuck to it for a couple episodes. And then the next day I like see something about it and I just like start running. Yeah. Right. I don't understand how the answer isn't keeping up with the Kardashians. I just told you. Do you I really know. dislike <laughs> broccoli that much? Dude, you can only eat broccoli. Yeah. Only? Like, I thought it was you. Yeah. Oh. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh. Yeah, dude. Like I, last night had maybe the best burger I've ever had. And imagine if I went to that place and I was like, do you guys have broccoli? And they were like, no. I was like, oh, fuck, I can only drink here. You could save so much money though. I, I don't care. And get blacked out. Dude, <laughs> you turn like- green? I already don't eat. Yeah, true. Like what? Like carrots make your eyesight somewhat better somehow. I don't know if it's the keratin, whatever it is. I'm surprised that hasn't been a Brady bodily bewilderment. I love carrots. Yeah. How eating certain things- make like him I mean that makes sense there's shit inside food like vitamins yeah. and shit that make that makes total sense in my brain <laughs> no but <laughs> how it makes sense works and how your body splits those things oh, up I mean it probably just goes through your blood and then goes up to your eyes like yeah. it probably like there's vitamins in food that helps everything yeah that's true I don't know how to word that without whatever. I'm going broccoli. Dude, we haven't really worded anything today so far correctly. Yeah, well, so, we never do. Yeah, amen. I'm going to go watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians once a day. Dude, <sighs> you legitimately can't enjoy a meal. Unless I it's, would really I, know, like, I, just, I can't do it. Wait, so how about just for you? This isn't even for me part of the question. You can season your broccoli and you can dress it. Oh, up. yeah, of course. You can do whatever you want, but there's only so much fucking, so many things you can do to broccoli. Right. But that's how much I know that I couldn't do it. I watch that show and I think to myself, they have more money than my entire bloodline that's existed and will exist for the next 150 plus years. And that's giving my future family props the like, benefit of the doubt right yeah 
that they're going to do better than you guys. Yeah. So that I get, you know, but like, it's the same way you could look at it. Like anytime you watch an NBA game. Yeah. But I love the NBA. Maybe we, and they, they work their fucking ass off to be there. Well, the Kardashians worked their no, ass on to get there. Their dad ah, represented that. That, that, was that was good. Thanks, guys. Kim K is the queen of load management. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> on camera, too. She's smart about it. Um, next question. Jesus Christ. Uh, would you rather only be able to communicate with animals or only be able to communicate with people from another country? I have a loophole to this. Okay. Well, when I first read it, I read it. Would you rather be able to communicate with animals or communicate with any person on the planet? No, it's just people from another country. Okay. All right. So, so I yeah. misread Yeah. and that's on me. So I can only talk to people not in my country or animals. Yeah. So Basically, remember that you burger animals. You don't talk to anyone at all. Right. But I have a loophole, but I have a question for you. Remember that burger you were talking about the other day? Yeah. You wouldn't be able to communicate that to the waiter or waitress that you wanted that. <sighs> Did you order a burger in Spanish? No, dude. They ha- they're from the con- this country. You'd have to make sure that your waiter or waitress is from another country every time you go out. What if you just move to another country? That's fine. But then you oh, can't communicate uh, with those people in that country. Whoa. Okay. Holy Toledo. <laughs> yeah. What the Do you fuck? want to hear my loophole? Yeah, obviously. I'm communicating with animals and I'll just get a parakeet and I'll tell it what to say for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good loophole. And I won't have Dude. to really talk to people that much because they only know like little statements. That is brilliant. Yeah. You would be lonely as fuck though. No, nah, I mean, he's you'd got be lonely as fuck I'd, either of these I'd be I'd be at dinner with my lovely wife and I'd tell the parakeet to say I love you and everybody in the restaurant love would you. hear it and they'd be like, Aw. Oh, that's, that's cute. cute. Yeah. Do you imagine going Also, to a movie who the with fuck the let in the parakeet? <laughs> <laughs> That's the first problem. We got we to gotta get through those um, objectives in a way. You would walk into any public space and be like, what the fuck is this? That's my fucking parakeet, brother. Yeah. Oh, well, I, would, I wouldn't tell them he would or she. Right. So right. I'm going to communicate with animals. Yeah. I, uh, I, we, we talk so much about not knowing anything about animals. Yeah. I think I got to figure it out. Yeah. It's the same way whenever there's a deep sea question, I always pick that because I got to know what's going on yeah. down there. That I would think, be wild. I think I got it. Like, I want to know what's going on in an animal's head. Yeah. Like, for all we know, they're trying to create, you know, a utopia somewhere I'm, below ground. I, I am still 99% sure that they're not. Because going back to the- that shit scares the fuck out of me. You're right. Because if squirrels teamed up, we're fucked. Yeah, that's also true. But also, back to the deep sea thing. Yeah. You could fucking go scuba diving and be like, what up, narwhal that's 600 years old? Right, dude. But what if the narwhal's not a nice narwhal? And he's like, hey, I'm going to come over here and stab you with my horn. Well, in the words of the great Mitch Hedberg, if Fish could talk, he's a comedian. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, if Fish could talk, it would be loud as fuck because they're just all screaming, 
I got caught. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, they're always scared too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not gonna go in the ocean, dude. And all the birds. Oh, well, well, you you're choosing to communicate with them. You know, you don't have to hear everything. People talk right. to me all the time, and I'm just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you wouldn't hear everything. Yeah, that's true. That's hilarious. I think I'm gonna go animals just because. Me too. You know, I've already had the experience of talking to people, and some of them aren't great to talk to. Yeah. But what's cooler? I would you, just have so many dogs. Say you're at a bar with a bunch of people. Right. Is it cooler to have a parakeet with you that talks for them or just some random people from another country come in and you just start chatting it up with them? Random people from another country, bro. Yeah. But <laughs> but then you can't go up to them and be like, dude, that was awesome. You're just going to be like, mute. Yeah. <laughs> this is a weird one. Two thumbs up. <laughs> True. Thumbs but you up. can't communicate. Thumbs up. You don't know what that means. And neither do they. Uh, this is tough. This is like blocking out all of what we've already known to life. Dude, then your loophole doesn't work. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Well, how not? I can communicate with the animals. Uh, there's no there's no blockage of me communicating with animals. There's blockage in the second well, answer. In the well, but you're not allowed to communicate with them. I, you can't communicate with people in your- How would the parakeet know- what You can communicate with animals. That's the point. So you only animals. But okay. they wouldn't know how to say the words in English that you're thinking because you're speaking uh, in bird language. A parakeet does it. Oh, shit. That's true. Yeah, I was, yeah, Brez elaborated and articulated it way better than I was trying to. But parakeets speak two languages, bird and person. So I'll uh, speak to them in bird and they'll elaborate in person. Boom. If you can't, oh, I guess you can translator. Yep. Yeah. This is my parakeet. He's my translator. <laughs> okay. That would be really cool, but I'm going to walk away from this situation. Yeah, I want yeah. no part to do with this guy. This PCP this is really is strong. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And those were our would you rathers. I'm going animals. Yeah. Final answers. Animals. I guess animals. Um, You guys got anything in pop culture? I haven't really been pe- keeping up. There's so much shit going on in sports. There's. There's yeah. too much going on in sports. Okay, so this is going to lead us into my bodily bewilderment. Could someone please explain to me how there's like another lockout in the MLB? Oh, it makes a ton of sense. Okay, I, I just I don't like to read. So, uh, just from what I know, so the collective bargaining agreement they refute they haven't raised like the tax ceiling, like the luxury tax ceiling. Okay, they the players' association wanted to rise to like two hundred and forty five million. I think it was increased at the last one to like 200 million. But isn't baseball the the sport where different teams have different amount of money? Well, yeah, there's no salary cap, but like you pay a luxury tax. Everybody has the same amount. luxury like, tax? Yeah, no, okay. but like a lot of teams like the Yankees and Dodgers budget in paying the max salary tax no matter what. Okay. So what, well, one, what that does is if those teams that automatically budget in spending enough on salary to max out the salary tax, it's going to force the teams that don't spend as much money to spend more. So they don't have to pay that big of a luxury tax because they're already budgeting it into their base salary. No, they're paying the same luxury tax. The thing is they know they have the money from attendance, jersey sales, all the other things. Right, that's what they I'm saying. Just, yeah, they they take it out of their profits like right away. It's already accounted for. But teams but, don't have enough money to pay their luxury tax plus their salary cap and get all of these players because they have to worry about the luxury tax. No. Like so I'm, I'm trying to figure operate. out why it's unfair. If this luxury tax is the same amount of money for everybody. No, it what it what they're 
goal is is to get the teams that spend no money and don't pay any luxury tax to have to spend oh more. oh so okay. okay so the rays can't get by on no-name guys who their development staff is just the best in baseball and yeah. they're just like they're the farm for every pitching prospect right and pretty much like if the yank if the yankees dodgers cubs whoever are already maxing out that pay level right for established guys it's going to make the parity that much further apart so a team like the dodgers this year would be commonplace or even bad relative if the sal- if the like the luxury tax went up again if the luxury tax went up again the, the dodgers could have extended everybody they had right so they're and trying they to could lower have added so like what they're saying is that forces the bottom line on the player contracts up for every team it ups the ante if you want to be competitive and you basically have to be competitive and it changes the so like, think about it it changes so it's like anti-tanking higher. yeah it's basically pushing the ceiling higher to elevate the floor the ceiling is the roof yeah the ceiling <laughs> is the max luxury tax you can and so that plays a huge role into when you decide to bring up your prospects yes. that whole thing well the service time arguments are totally different and those are so valid like these guys live on ramen noodles for like seven years and then just get handed a hundred million dollars do you yeah. know what if they it works out in do the you best know what case scenario right. for that guy do you know like, what they should do though is have everybody have the same amount of money you and listen salary cap listen but everybody everybody has the same amount of money oh so there's a salary cap and but that teams that's but teams closest. make up to that number and other teams don't that's why they have more. Everybody could get up to there. Yeah. So if they performed better, they could get up there. If their fan yeah. attendance was better, concessions, There's, everything, yeah. they could all go there, but there is a cap. Technically. So the Yankees can only make X amount of money to pay their players. But the Orioles could do the same exact thing. Yeah. But they just don't have the it's, attendance. It's the whole money ball. Well, it's, it, I mean, teams get the attendance like the Cubs every year. And choose not to spend. Okay, I mean, so they're trying to force them to spend. And why Why does that have an impact on it? Because if teams are forced to spend, the players are getting... Moved more, around? Well, one, getting moved around more. But two, they're getting paid more. Oh, okay. Okay, I got you. So there's guys that they aren't paying because they know they don't have to that are sitting in AAA, but they if that's they the were whole, forced to that's spend where it, the service time. Comes oh, okay. So it's not even like trying to be a fair playing field. It's it's for it's MLB a, owners. It's more for the players, is what they're. That's why. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The All right, we got there. We got yeah. there. Yo, knock that out, dude. Yeah, thank dude, you. We I appreciate you. Through that. that well, I've seen sense. a bunch of shit on Twitter that people are like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. And I'm like, neither do I, because I hear the word collective bargaining, and I just run right away. <laughs> <laughs> collective bargaining agreements. Well, the, it's also like a revenue share. So, like, before there was, like, a players association, it was, like, 80-20 revenue share between... Owners and players. Which is fucking... It should be 50-50. How owners are assholes is, it blows my fucking mind. You would be nowhere without these people. 
Right. There but they're forced literal- to play at a highest level because they have to, because they're yeah. making chump change in quotations to what you're making. Dude. Yeah. That's like, cause when like, think about it, when Babe Ruth played baseball, those, those, nah. like, I mean, they were like a dime per seat, yeah. 10 cents per seat. But these guys are getting paid. Like Babe Ruth was like the highest paid player ever. And he was like $1,500. <laughs> like a lot of those other guys. A pack of cigs and a hot dog. Yeah. Oh season. yeah. Like it wasn't super glamorous to be a professional athlete. It wasn't for a while. Exactly. Oh. And I mean, like even look at back at Michael Jordan, he was the highest paid player ever. And I think he's the reason why, like, the max contract thing was, like, really cemented hard. His last contract was a fuck ton of money, though. Exactly. But it's the same thing that, like, the NFL just broke a barrier with Pat Mahomes. He's getting $500 million. I don't know where it comes from. On a, But the thing is, it's dragged out over 12 years. It's the same thing I, baseball does. I, I don't give a fuck what it's dragged. I don't care if it's dragged out for the rest of his life. That's $500 million. Yes, but I mean- For like, one player on one NFL team when we have the whole world. But think about the money it generates, like the team itself. That's what blows my mind. Yeah. Oh, I know. But Can the they give me some? way more dollars in circulation than there was in like 1923. I know. Can they give me some though? Oh, it would be tight. Yeah. I would love some. Why don't they just give him four hundred and ninety-nine million, and he gives me a million? Like he's not going to lose that million. Like he's not going to think about it. Right. Yeah. All right, we're starting a petition. Okay, but th- now we got the lockout stuff over, and we can talk about stuff that happened before the lockout and may happen after the lockout. Your guy's boy is back, Lori Garcia, and that's their only signing so far. No, we got Kendall Graveman. All oh, right, he's solid. Yeah. So we have been talking as a organization. I say we, as if I am in the meetings, which I should be. We wanted a second baseman and an outfielder, right? Just Mm -hmm. turns out we already had him Mm -hmm. and we signed him. We signed him for three more years. Now the money hasn't come out. That's going to be the big bugaboo for me. (laughs) 600,000. No, (laughs) for three years. It's three years, like 15 million. He's not making three years. Okay, so that that goes into my point right now. So the people who like Lurie Garcia that have outed me for not liking him because he hit one home run in a blowout, but it wasn't a blowout at Sox that time. Sox history forever. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, apparently he's reels. like, so he's a good dugout guy, right? That's the main argument and that he's a utility player and he doesn't need to play every game. Those are the arguments against mine. We don't need our utility player that can go anywhere to play every day. That's the argument that this I... This is part of the also... But to the to your point and to what the White Sox have always done, it's like the economics of baseball in itself. All of those guys that were just signed, aside from Stroman, and the reason we didn't match that contract makes no sense to me. Because um, we are who we are and you're not? No, but the Sox don't Turned sign in. long-term deals. Because we are a spurt team, and when we're not good, attendance is shit. So you don't want to be on the hook for seven years. They'll pay. The Sox have the second highest payroll, like salary-wise, for the calendar year of 2022 of any team in baseball aside from the – or any team in the American League aside from the, uh, the Yankees. And now the Texas Rangers went from, like, the last team in the AL to, like – top five wild but like 
here's the thing is like, we want Castellanos. We'll give him four years, like 125 million. He's looking for a seven year, eight year deal. So like, well, cause we can't he's been signing come, small deals. That's why we can't come to the table with like the top free agents is because of like the economics of the white Sox as it is. Yeah. So you can't sign a long-term deal with like locking up your finances for seven years because in four years, this window is closed. Yeah. But uh, here's the, the basis they of it all is that, and they probably should, they, but. they sign Lori Garcia. That's the basis of what I'm talking about right now. Yeah. And that's, but that's three years. It doesn't matter. They signed him before anybody else other than Graveman. Yeah. That's the problem, Brez. Oh, I agree. 100%. I'm just saying like, that is how it is. But it's you, like, like you said, you only have these windows. You have to pounce now. I know. Right. But they're looking for a guy to just pay for that window. Like that's how they see it. Like do you, the Sox had just as hard of a sell-off as the Cubs did last year. And like, what was that? 2007? Don't ever compare yourselves to us. Ever. Okay. Okay. Well, Use somebody else. Series first. We still have. Hey, one. we'll, we'll beat you up. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Keep going. Um, <laughs> Oh, I kind of lost my train of thought. All right. So can I talk (laughs) about Lori a little bit more for my arguments of the people that don't like that? I don't like him. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, you're good. It's it's totally (laughs) fine because I actually loved what you brought up about that. We don't like to sign long-term deals. Yeah. So Lori Garcia, if he is a great dugout guy, still up for the bait in my head. (laughs) (laughs) I have not heard that from a reliable source yet. But if he is... And now he will be the only White Sox player in history to be on the team for a decade. Really? Yeah. That is fucking So insane. if that's what you want, if you want somebody who has been through the absolute pit, stayed, seen how this team has progressed and try and win a World Series, give him 10 years and $1 million. <laughs> I don't hate that at all. <laughs> that... And he has to say yes. I I don't understand how he says no. He's 30 years old and he's (laughs) 5'7". And we just signed him for another three years. That's why they need us in the fucking office. That's what I'm saying. If if, If he is the best dugout guy in the world... In the in because if he can communicate with every single person on the team, keep him fine. Yeah, don't play him every day. Yeah. Oh yeah. If we need to play him every day and every day is at a different position, we're setting him up for failure. Because if you have to play second base one day, outfield the next, and third base the next day, you are guaranteed to make two errors again. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, dude, it's changing so your gloves. Different. Being a Swiss Army knife in baseball is a great attribute to get you where you are. Yeah. If you can play all three points of outfield, phenomenal. If you can play all four points of the infield, great. But if you have to go back and forth, day in and day out, that is going to fuck up your fielding percentage every single time you step out on the field. My thing about the signing, a fucking great point though, by the way. Thank you. My point is that you have this window and you need, baseball's fucking hard and it's hard to win. An 88 team, an 88 win team came out of nowhere and won the World Series this year. You can talk about analytics and the money and the economy and all stuff like that. But first you need to have nine guys out there. Yeah. Right. Before you sign a guy to three years, $15 million who plays every position. Every single one. Right. Except for But every day. When you don't need that, you need a you need to have a solidified second baseman so he doesn't have to do that. Right. Yeah. And here here is something that I will give 
to everybody that is down my throat about hating Lori Garcia. If we throw a bag at Castellanos, yeah. Lori is our second baseman. We can handle that. Right. If everybody else on our team, one through eight, does their job, and Lurie's at nine and he can hit a home run every once in a blue moon, yeah. get on base when he needs to, fucking shortstop makes an error, Lurie's on second. Great. If we get that stud outfielder to really seal the deal, Lurie cannot move around every day. Yeah. And also, he, he, he won't have to come up in situations and be like, Lurie, we need a big hit right here. Right. He just knows his role. He hits 200, and that's fine. Done. This if is- that's the role. Yeah. If he's the utility guy that has to play from every single point of attack on the field, he's going to do things that make me even more mad at him. Right. But if he gets everyday reps at second base and at second base alone, that will take down the majority of the reason why I hate him. <laughs> and then if he gets constant at bats and stops swinging with just his arms and then, you know, strikes out on a ball that hits in front of the plate... You know, these day in and day out things where you are just with the team, you, you know your role. Yeah. That would make me way happier. And then you could find out who the guy is. Exactly. Thing is, like, I feel like we have figured out who how he plays every position for 10 years. So what? He's done the same thing. He's right. never had yeah. a solidified position. He's but, never had a solidified spot in the batting order. He's moved all see, around fucking a million times. This and, is this. one thing. And everybody, they, he, I would say that he's probably liked a little bit more in Chicago than he's hated. So let's say it's 60-40, like hate. We have no idea who he is. Yeah. yeah you know, sure. Tim Anderson has been here, and there you wouldn't find a Sox fan that hates Tim Anderson. Yeah. But that's yeah. the thing, like, when we do the Would You Rathers with Terrence Gore and... Uh, Mike Trout. Whatever. Or whoever DeGrom. we do it with. Like, if we did a Lori Garcia, I'd love to do that. He hit one home run and got $15 million. Oh, yeah. Would if I he tra- doesn't hit that home run, no fucking shot. Would I trade lives with him? Hell yeah. yeah. But no fucking shot. He signs a deal with the White Sox this offseason if he does not hit that home run. If he no Lori, shot. If he doesn't Lori legend his way <laughs> right. in the month of October and September, he's not coming back. If he doesn't yeah. Lori Garcia, Lori Garcia. There's no right. way. <laughs> and who is going to outbid us for three years of him? No yeah. one. <laughs> Throwing a water cooler. Seriously, if, yeah. if that's the point that we want him that. to stay with the organization, buy out the rest of how long he thinks he's going to be in the league and give him that same amount of money. If you yeah. gave him 10 years, 15 mil, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, right. All right, let's do it. Uh, because that way I know he's there strictly for morale and to play sometimes. And we would know exactly who they think he is. We would know the role. Yeah. We have no idea his role. <laughs> It changes every hour. That's how big of diehard fans we are. It's just like, yeah. we've just spent 25 minutes talking about Lurie Garcia when they have Luis Robert, Tim Roth, Tim Anderson, Eloy Jimenez, no, and Jose Abreu, Michael Kopech. And we just spent 25 minutes talking about Lurie. Who, wait, who are those people? Tim Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Let's talk about another team and other offseason shit. The only point I want to get across is that I cannot remember the last time the Mariners and Rangers made big splashes like this. Like, I hope the talent gets moved around all of the MLB because that'll make it awesome. Yeah. But I've never, like, I forgot the Mariners and Rangers were teams for a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the Mariners, like, that would really kick me in the nuts was that Robbie Ray's deal. Like, that's the window deal. Yeah. Like, 
five years. What was it? Five seventy. Five one fifteen. Still. Yeah. Like even double that, that fits your window, bro. Like Jerry open the fucking pocketbook. Yeah. Then if you have Robbie Ray, Lucas Giolito, Michael Kopech, Dylan, you like Dylan Cease. Dylan Cease Frisbees. might be the best pitcher on our team next Frisbees. Dude. If he can fucking Lance zone, Lynn. If he can make the same jump, if Cease can make the same jump that he made from two years ago to last year, and then a, that big of a drastic jump from this year to next, he could win. Cy Young. Hands down. Well, with cats, Dude, with cats, you can't filthy. say anything bad can happen. All cats the guy is a does is pitch whisper. Exactly. Dude, Has he be. better be our fucking manager after Tony kicks the bucket. Nah, or, or, or he could just be the manager and give Tony the, the the head because I guess Ethan Katz doesn't like to be in the limelight. That's just my thing because he's already been managing Ghostwise. Laurie Garcia. Exactly. Manager. <laughs> Ghost manager. Or what do they call it? Shadow manager. Shadow manager. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, because he is just so great. A shadow out there. I didn't know where I was going with that. That's okay. No, but like, dude, that's the other thing is like Jerry Reinsdorf, like Rick Hahn builds this whole thing. It's his project. And fucking right when he's about to put the flag on it, get his, get the manager that he chooses. This is the team he's built over the last six fucking years. Right. He's done a good job. Jerry Reinsdorf comes in and just sticks the flag in the castle. And he's like, the fuck, bro? And drum roll, please. Tony Russo. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you look at what we did before. Like, you look at the signings for pitchers and just players in general of what we've done and how sporadic and quick it happened. We heard no rumors of getting Yasmani Grandal when it happened. We heard no rumors of landing Liam Hendricks. Maybe like three or four, like two weeks before it happened. Yeah. And not a single soul knew that we were going to even in conversation for Lance Lynn. Yeah. So we can still hold out. So just, we can eliminate Castellanos. Right. That's the downside, but we can still hold out hope for a pitcher. Yeah. You know, because the names that pop up, you're like, oh, well, great. The White Sox aren't even targeting him. Yeah. I, but it's going to be one of those pitchers that you're like, was he supposed to be on the move or did we just like, you know, make the move that could benefit because you. lockout could benefit you. But also going off of Brez's point that we don't like those major long-term contracts. That's probably why we've been out on the free agents. That, and, that's exactly why. And you probably said that and I spaced it out. And so just rearticulated your point to exactly say what you've already said. If you rewind the tape, that's probably exactly what happened. Time travel. Right. <laughs> it exists. <laughs> but so I wouldn't be shocked if like, I'm not, I'm just going to use DeGrom for an example. Like he's probably got what, two years left on his contract with the Mets or three? Dude, I don't know. Yeah. But let's say it's five. Just mm-hmm. so happens to be, I know it's not, but let's say it's five more years and the Mets are like, you know what? Take this plus X. That's something we would do instead of giving that initial five years plus whatever right. money that is yeah. to a free agent. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense. But if we get the talent that we need, who gives a fuck? Right. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, look I at this team. You. Where was the origin of where this team got built? It was a Chris Sale trade. Yeah, Chicago. it was a Chris Sale trade and then the Quintana. The reason Chris Sale is a 10-year, $200 million pitcher. Yeah. And we knew we weren't going to pay it. So we trade him with two years left on his contract. That's a team has control and they have to give you everything. That's a great point. That's right. Like, but uh, the that, thing that about DeGrom is that, and not getting a free agent pitcher is that you're going to have to give something up. 
Oh, we, exactly what Cliff said. That's literally how we do business. I know, but that's the downfall of it is what I'm saying. Is yeah. That, oh, well, I agree. Why not go get someone in free agency when you don't have to give anything up and you just give them some money? But dude, that's yeah, we're all, I, or, I love free agency. Yeah, yes. we're all arguing the on the same point. Are so good every year is because they have so many good prospects. They keep no salary and then they just take it on. Yeah. Because yeah. they have so many good pitching prospects to just give everyone and throw around the league. Yeah. yeah. Like all of the best pitchers in baseball for the most part Came started Tampa, yeah. in Tampa Bay's farm system in one way or another. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Fucking awesome. Because when you're learning how to play Major League Baseball with nothing to lose, that's a great start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you come to the yeah. stadium, they won 100 games this year, and there's still 12 people in the stands. There's no fucking pressure. Yeah. yeah. The fans, oh, we lost again? You don't, they're not on social media bashing you and de- depleting your mental health like we would be when Stroman loses his first game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But look at, like, this is where the Rays and the White Sox are similar. We paid Eloy, Luis Robert, and in a lot of ways, Moncada, before they were like what we think their peak is. Look what yeah. the Rays just did with Wander Wander Franco. Franco. He yeah. played fucking, what was it? 60 games. 61 games. Yeah. And they just gave him $150 million. But you know what? It's over 12 years. He's yeah. getting dick. He's going to be one of the best players in baseball and one of the worst contracts. Yeah, I would have. restructure in the MLB? No. Damn. Yeah, that's going to suck. I wonder why he... I mean, I was thinking about this and I had a thought, dude. He's like, you know what happens when you think (laughs) he's like 19. He's going to be a free agent when he's like 29 or 30. Hey, that's another prime for depending on what position and how his arm is. That could be good. Exactly. Like he's going to catch. I mean, we just signed Lori Garcia, a 30 year old for three more years with the best organization (laughs) in the league. But, uh, but also with him, it's like, you got to know when to hold him and know when to fold him. No, we're it's back. Been six, yeah, right. It's been 60 <laughs> games. He's 19 years old. Yeah. Of course, you want to bet on yourself, but he's probably seen guys bet on themselves and get get fucked over. Yeah. And I, I don't know where Billy he's from. Bean. I don't know where how he grew up, but I'm sure if he's accepting this deal, uh, and $150 million over 12 years is enough for anybody. It I get it. It's crazy. I yeah. get it. It's crazy. Like, he, he may be 27 he years old and win an MVP. Semyon, actually. Oh, really? Well, grand total. Yeah. But um, not like carried out over the length of the contract, but this is, this is Marcus Simeon's like last big contract. Yeah. Um, but what's it called? The other thing is like, he was on such a restrictive contract. Same thing with like Luis Robert. Oh, I guess you can technically restructure or no, you can only pay guys either and like terminate their service time salary or like choose to give them a contract like full time with the MLB club. And they basically eliminated like four or five years of his service time. Okay. So he's getting so paid like now and he would have been shit. getting like 1 million over the next four years. Okay. Now he's getting like 15 or something. I hear you. Yeah. Um, we forgot to tell everybody that James isn't here. Okay. Um, so everybody, James isn't here. He's still recovering, recovering from the Ohio state football team losing to Michigan. It's been a tough one on him. Um, also, a slight other reason is because he had some work stuff to take care of. So, again, we need your help as listeners to, you know, make sure James doesn't have to go to work. But also, we wanted to uh, just thank everybody who was letting us know that we were on their top podcast list on the Spotify renewal re- year wrap. Hell yeah. So, uh, if you let us know that you did that, um, please let us know if you did that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. We had, some, we had a bunch of people... Let us know. And uh, it was really cool to just, you know, hear that. No publicity is bad publicity. 
bad publicity is good publicity. That is exactly what I said. That's what I'm thinking you said before I said it. Do you know what we didn't do, though? What didn't we do? The list. That's what I was just about to bring up. That's why I wanted to sidebar with the James stuff into the list. The list is back, and so are we, ladies and gentlemen. And the list, you know, brought to you by Doc Fit, D-A-W-K-F-I-T dot com. It is a gym workout gear shop. And, you know, us as washed up athletes, we'd like to go to the gym, but not every day because, you know, the drive isn't there. Whatever. But when we go, we want to look good. We want to feel good. Maybe get a good workout in. Look good, feel good, play good, do good. You know that whole thing. Mm Mm-hmm. They're at DocFit. They're doing everything right. They're giving us the utilities needed in order to succeed. And DocFit, D-A-W-K, stands for Dedication, Ambition, Work, and Kaizen. Kaizen is to change for the better. A philosophy is of continuous improvement on oneself in all areas of life. So go on over to www.docfit.com and use promo code Washed up, all one word, no caps, to get 15% off your order. No cap. This week's list. Yeah. Do you know what helps me with Kaizen? What? Being nice. Yeah. I'm out of breath from doing all that in like one breath. But um, Well, one way of being nice to others is by giving them compliments. And this week's list is giving or receiving compliments. You don't say. This week's list. Compliments. Another little applause for the team. All right, so we got to figure this out because I have no idea what the order is. I know I can't be first. Okay, well, how about we do this instead? I'm going to put a number one or two behind my back. We're going to switch up the order. Okay. All right, so I'm going to put a one or two behind my back. Uh, Brady, you get to guess. Two. Two. It is a two. So you go first, Brez will go second, I'll go third. So we're going Brady, Brez, Cliff, Cliff, Brez, Brady. Perfect. All right. And it is compliments to give or receive. So I want to basis my list by saying this. Most of my compliments are when people are surprised that I could do some of the simplest things. Um, And it it doesn't happen often, but when it does, that makes it 10 times better. And the number one compliment you could ever receive is, hey, have you been working out? That is a great one, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, I'm looking fit today. Yeah. Like like you go through those days at the gym when you're fucking tired and you just don't want to go. And you're like, you're not seeing any progress. And you're like, this is fucking stupid. You want to give up. And then right at that perfect moment, someone comes up to you like, you've been working out. And then you go to the gym for the next seven years. I mean, seven days because that that didn't happen for me. (laughs) (laughs) We cut it short every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Seven day week. Sometimes it's four. <laughs> Leap years. Yeah. All right, Brez, you're number two. All right. So this is like kind of like, I don't know if it's vague or specific, but when somebody asks your advice on a specific topic. Absolutely. Just because oh. they like, they think you're the person to go to about it. Like they respect your opinion and they think you're smart yep. or no. Something. That kind of goes with one of mine. Yeah. It's like, you're smarter than I thought. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, like, yeah. that one, you're smarter than I thought is like, was I dumb or like, did I just surpass expectations? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Brez, how would you like me to word that? Is it, can I ask your advice when someone asks? Yeah. Can I ask for your advice? Can you help me with this? You seem like the person to know. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
That's a great way to put it. You seem like the person to know. Yeah. You, oh, I'm, I'm going to write that in for you. You seem like the person. Perfect. Um, all right. So I was uh, slacking on my list again. That's okay. Uh, it's, it's more of a spur of the moment thing. So I got two and now we got to really zone in. Here's a compliment. You're really good at spur of the moment. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. Um, my first pick is when someone says you're really good spur of the moment. <laughs> How <laughs> no. did I know? Um, all right. My first one is just the classic... You look really good today. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That feels amazing. Like when you, you know, you prepared too, and you wanted it. Exactly. And maybe that same day you put on like an article of clothing that you just bought. Yes. And when someone goes, Oh, I like that sweater. Dude. Yeah. You're like, I just got it. This, and I was a little self-conscious this about it. This spur of you. the moment materialistic purchase that I made, yeah. even though my account went negative is so worth it now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Second pick? Um, pretty much the same exact thing, but you smell good. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, you rap So Bradley's fucking first pick took away like seven of them, and then there was the <laughs> other one that I had, but that's a great pick. Yeah, I mean, is there anything more attractive than someone smelling good? No, that's the like, first I feel thing like there's you can not. feel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, agreed. 100%. I mean, it's you could say like love at first sight, but I'm more of a love at first smell kind of guy. Exactly, me too. Yeah. Okay, Brez. I can't wait to hear, Brady, what yours are that Brez, like, blanketed. Do you want me to tell you? Um, I'll tell you after. Well, yeah, tell us after, but also try and weave one in because we might miss the blanket statement. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I really no, don't, I don't ever say sorry to me ever again. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. We're talking about compliments. Um, hmm. That was kind of my last one. <laughs> um, are you guys serious? I have 45. No, yeah, I can come up with compliments, no problem. I like your outfit or like just, I think uh, that's exactly what I said. Kind of. Yeah. I said, you look good today. That's like the same thing. And we were talking about sweater wears. Yeah. I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Just think of like a compliment you've given your mother, your girlfriend, your father. Yeah. These are comments you could get, you have given as well. Given or received. Well, like obviously the two, well, the four main ones are like kind of gone. Um, yeah, we went over that, (laughs) (laughs) but there's not only four brain blast. (laughs) I'm like, Brez needs more compliments in his life. I know. Can I give you one? I've said one to you recently. You got a nice haircut. That is a great compliment. Good. Good. I wasn't, I was thinking way too vague and not specific. Yeah, no, it's just a compliment, man. Yeah. Yeah, It's very simple. Okay. You got so, a nice haircut. Nice pick, Brest. That takes I was thinking when, nice kicks, but like, yeah. <laughs> when, like, when someone comes up to me and, and we're having a conversation, they're like, wow, you're really wise for your age. Wise yes. for your age. Yeah. Wow. Like that's, that's a the, good one. Dude. Yeah. Cause you know, they're older and like, they've heard stuff and they're like, wow, I didn't fig- oh, figure yeah, that out like, until I was when older. When your grandparents or your like great uncles or whatever, they're like, wow, you're wise beyond your years. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That one. That's good. I feel like I'm doing something. With I my feel life. like, oh really? Yeah. You think so? Why don't you come over here and give me a kiss? Come on, give me a smooch. A um, my next one is when you go like show your work to somebody and they like right away go, oh, this is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Because you worked hard on it. Mm-hmm. You don't know. And then you finally bring it up to your teacher or your boss and like, oh, this is really good. And yeah. you're like, okay, I don't have to do the extra work that I thought I was going to. That's a really good one. We like worked really hard and somebody fucking notices. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Uh, okay. Perez, do you think Perez. you got it on control? <laughs> nice parlay. I like your cut, G. Uh, <laughs> that would probably win you the list, I'm not going to lie. But I could, for the haircut one, I'll give you the, I like your cut, G. I like your cut. Because you made that up yourself. I just gave you the blueprint. <laughs> uh, kind of. You're giving me too much credit. Uh, when somebody compliments like your music taste, yeah, uh, absolutely. Like, uh, like, where did you find this song? Kind yeah, of thing. that's that is great pick because that's number one. Like when someone asks you to get on the ox, yeah, make you a playlist or something. Like, Fuck, that's yeah. a really good one. Yeah, that's you, the best you, feeling because I always want to be. You the DJ. just wanted to give us the illusion. You wanted to. I got hustle a few up my sleeve now. Yeah, I've I done been thinking about this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting to get compliments for years. Yeah. This is what I would want people to say to me. That's kind of how I rewind though. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't wait for the uh, honorable mentions. There's going to be a lot. Oh yeah. I have a, a very good one. Really? Yeah. You're just not going to put it in your list. It's that good. Uh, no, it's like, so it's like too funny. And oh, got gotcha, you. I got you. I got you. Um, all right. Which one do I want to pick? Um, let's see. Uh, when somebody like, this is very specific to me, so it might give it away. But when somebody like will watch me play something, Fuck. they're like, I didn't know you were that good fast. or that or good. Fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wrote like, down, holy shit, you are good. Yeah. Like when people would go to like a softball game Absolutely. just by chance and they're like, holy shit, you're that fast. Yeah. Or like, how did you make that catch? Or right. Something like that. Or when I dunk in front of people and I'm like, wait. You can jump. Yeah. Like that's like, even if that's not saying a compliment, yeah. it is a compliment. Yeah. Like we have a fucking, we've lived after our days just telling everybody about it, like how good we yeah. are and, but then actually telling them, Hey, we never played and we have a fucking podcast called washed up <laughs> and then they, and then they come and watch us play and like, Oh shit. Well they could actually play. Yeah. That's a great feeling. I just great wrote, call. I just wrote down. I didn't know you were that good as mine. I was like, that could be perceived in the way that it isn't true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's whatever. Yeah. You got a last one? <laughs> I forgot it was my turn. I needed to fucking reboot after that self-deprecating joke I just landed. <laughs> um, I'm going to pull a move from Drake and Josh. And uh, it it's kind of in tandem with my first pick. So feel free not to. But you remember that um, episode of Drake and Josh where they're sitting in the movie theater like lobby mm -hmm. and... Drake and Josh's mom is like, you got to learn how to talk to girls. And it's like, just give her a compliment and walk away. Yeah. And Josh like walks up to this really attractive girl at the movie theater and goes, I like your shoes. Yeah. And then just turns away. <laughs> and then the girl's like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like immediately when he walked up, she was like uh, rolling her eyes and then compliment, walk away. I like that. I'm I gonna, like your shoes is great. Yeah. Cause it's just, it sticks in everybody's head. Who's ever watched that show. Well, it's yeah. also not the first thing that a lot of other people come up with stupid ass pickup lines would say. Yeah. Staring, staring at her eyes. I like your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a psycho. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just eyes wide open. All right, Brez, close this up. Well, uh, when somebody tells you that you like make a good cocktail. Yes. Like being oh, like the mixologist. Wow. Yeah. Great pick. You make a good cocktail. Um, my last one is one I actually have gotten a few times. I'm very proud of it. And when people say you've got a heart of gold, you got, wow. Because nice. I may not be the smartest and I may not be the richest, <laughs> but I will be the nicest person to you that you saw today. Yeah. 
Wow. And one day that's, that's going to make me the smartest and richest person in the world. And one day that's going to give you a bank account of gold. Yes. There it is. Um, that's a good one. No, I like you. the way you ended that. That's good. Thank you. My honorable mention is you look just like Tom Brady and play just like Michael Jordan. I've had that a few times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is when uh, people tell me I look like Danny McBride or yeah. Kenny Powers from Eastbound and Down. Absolutely. What people are like hesitant to tell me. That's why like, I'm hesitant to tell people who they look like because I'm like, oh, man, they're going to think that's an insult. Yeah, right. But like, I get it. Like, Danny McBride is hilarious. Absolutely. And Dansby I would, Swanson. Yeah, the Dansby Swanson one is like, I had multiple people text me throughout the World Series. Like, you kind of got a Dansby Swanson look going on. I was like, you're not the first person yeah. to tell Thank me you that. so much, thank but you. just playing it off cool. Like, yeah. yeah, I've heard that. I was more of an outfielder, but <laughs> yeah. thank you so much. <laughs> just take the fucking compliment. <laughs> um, when you, when anybody just comes with you, like, you're the best. Yeah. Like, it's very, it gets watered down because we say oh, it so yeah. much, but when you can t- sense that someone's being like, you're the best, like, yeah. Thank you. I know. Also, <laughs> when like you can tell the genuine, voice of someone telling you they love you. Right. Yes. Like Absolutely. when yeah, your cousin like one, one, like when you don't see your cousin in a while and they like, you're, they're leaving the party and it's like, love you brother. Like yeah. talk to you soon. Dude, it's like, so dude, good when that's fucking, genuine, you're like, ah, yeah. oh, man, it was so good to sit down here after not talking for a while and have 12 beers and then tell each other we love each other. Right. Yeah. It, no, and I'm not trying to take away from no, it because it is I, genuine. It is. That's a great pick. Uh, it's not a pick. It's an honorable mention. We're just going to still tell a pick. <laughs> that could be the one, one. It really could when someone tells, a, that's a good point. We probably, if we redrafted, that would be the one one. Yeah. When someone that's, genuinely tells you they love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on over there? But I have one that's piggying off your drink. Like when, especially for me, cause I am not a chef. I couldn't tell you a spatula from a fucking oh, yeah. spoon or a fork. But when like I make something I'm like, oh, this is really good. Like I, I'm like fucking happy for the next three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's just macaroni and cheese, but like, this is good. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I thought, um, I thought someone was going to die from how badly I undercooked the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Every time I touch the kitchen, I'm a straight up liability. Oh, so am I dude. So am I. So, it's so I've learned that it's so simple. I know Gianna fucking just cha 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 cha. It's like a whole gourmet ass me. I'm like, what the fuck that? Like that looks so easy. I have no like, idea what you're doing. Like from Billy Madison, slow down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one isn't a verbal compliment, but when you get the ha ha react in a group chat. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's the biggest compliment I could ever receive. Absolutely. And especially in like shutdown, like oh, quarantine yeah. when like all you had was just group chats. Absolutely. Yes. And especially as me, if somebody who just like got their comedy show, like shut down yeah. and I get something going in the group chat and there's like four ha ha's. Yeah. I'm like, I should be famous. There's <laughs> nothing better than going through group chats and seeing the blue one with the most reactions right, on dude, it. All, that's, it's the best. Yeah. When like I, I sent one in a group chat while I was at the bears game and uh, I texted one of the guys on the team. Uh, it's my softball team. And he was at the game with his son. I said, anyone at the bears game? And he goes, yeah, I'm here with little Danny. And I go, in other words, don't come find me. (laughs) (laughs) And it got like seven laughs. And I was like, this is pristine. This is the top of my comedy. I'm the best. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, that's the biggest compliment. You're on top of the mountain for a while. That's great. Yeah. That's a puffed up chest the rest of the day. Right. I totally agree with that one. Um, any more honorable mentions before we get into the MBA? 
No, this is actually the first time where I have wrote down so many things and they've all been taken. All right, rock on. This week's list was compliments given or received brought to you by DocFit. Go to www.docfit.com. Use promo code WASHEDUP, all one word, all lowercase, to get 15% off your order. The list. Back, back, back to some sports. The NBA. Back, 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 back. Caught at the warning track. By Lurie Garcia in the Sox World (laughs) Series 2022. He played all three positions in the outfield today. (laughs) How about them damn Bulls, fellas. I can't get over how much I look forward to watching them play basketball. Oh, my God. It's the best feeling in the world, man. It's going to make winter so much more satisfying. I know. Once we get there, it's fucking nice out today. I know. Yeah. It was like The Bulls play today. at 7, right? Yeah. They All play right. right now. The TV might happened. play some volume to start, but... Uh, That's okay. A little it. adversity never hurt anybody. Yeah. But, um... There we go. We did you guys this. know that they played 16 games out of the 30 days in November and they were in on the West Coast for seven of those days, Mm -hmm. came home, had a rest day, then they had back-to-backs and then they had one rest day, which is not a rest day, it's a travel day, to Houston to play and then Thanksgiving and then they played Orlando and then they came back home. Yeah. So that's been just a mountain of movement. Yeah. I mean, everybody goes through that in the NBA season. Ours is November all the time. And, but I have to say that out loud because the loss to the Rockets, like, was the reason I got so fucking blacked out on Wednesday. (laughs) Wednesday was a hurt. Yeah. When everybody plays, I know Vooch wasn't playing, but when everybody else plays and we lose to the Rockets, I try not to get frustrated with this team because I love this team and we're fucking 14 and eight. That's 14 and eight better than any other season we've had since Derek fucking Rose. Right. So I try not to get mad, but how do we lose to the fucking Rockets? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever, Vooch is back. He's fucking firing from all cylinders, which we need, which is why we signed him. Yeah. So I, I hit my prop out of first away team field goal, Vooch. Do you know what I just saw the other day, though? What? Alex Caruso isn't even on the sixth man of the year odds. Because he's been starting. So what? So is fucking some of the guys that were on there. Really? Yeah. That's, I forgot who it was. That's actually bullshit, then. Yeah, but now Vooch is back. He's not going to start anymore, and he's going to win six man of the year, and I'm going to win $2,500. Hell yeah, bro. Those are all previous futures that were previous. made before my retirement. Right, so we got we to gotta sidebar real quick to, because um, we will have an announcement come out before this episode airs. Brady just gave his press conference. Um, yeah. I'm retired. So it's, it's, it's official. It's, it's a video. It's, it's in writing. It's in verbal communication. The only thing left is to sign the deed. I am retired for the 2021 season year. Yeah. 2022 is a new year. You know, new you year, never new know me. what can happen. Yeah. But the account on FanDuel is locked for 90 days, so yep. that's good until March. That's good. Oh, weird how that works out. <laughs> St. Patrick's month. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but I think we've, we've all kind of run into a gambling wall Yeah, a little bit. It's just, it's so hard 
Yeah, I wonder, like, I mean, obviously, if everybody just faded the picks that they've done, they would probably be astronomically in favor of yourself. I don't know if that would work for me because I lose so much money on first baskets. Right, first basket, first touchdown. So, so that's can, hard to fade You can fade, fade that, but there's nine other options. Right. I never, I rarely touch like first or anything. I do any times and player props. I know, but it's just so electric to watch that first basket go in when you hit it. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Seriously. Like, I uh, it was like last year, I thought it was a free bet and I put my whole account on Devontae Adams scoring the first touchdown and it hit. Oh, I think I remember that. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I'm there so week lucky. in and week out doing this shit, and you put it on once, and it's Devontae Adams. What was that? Yeah. Plus 550. Congratulations. I probably had the, the defense plus 2,700. <laughs> <laughs> that Dude, hit was all it takes is guy. one of those to fucking hit. First yeah. baskets, too. Like I had yeah. Aaron Gordon, and I took him for fucking three weeks, and I don't think he scored a point. Yeah, but no, he's um, no. all right, the NBA. Bulls are. I like we don't I don't really have that much to say about them because they just gotta coast and see what's going on and we are where I thought we would be. A couple yeah. losses that I don't really like, but a couple wins and I was like, Whoa. Yeah. So right. I, I like where they are. I don't have too much to say other than the fact that I'm excited. I think they're gonna win the fucking championship. Yeah. Um if Vooch is playing Vooch DeMar DeRozan just scored the first two points that Vooch didn't. Yeah. If he's if he plays like the way he did against the Hornets. Yeah. We're the best team in the Eastern Which Conference. the Hornets, I think, are fucking scary good. They just, like, not good enough to beat the upper echelon of the East, which has just came out of nowhere this year. Yeah. But like. um, <laughs> you have you have literally It's like six, everybody's brain broke. You have me. literally six pages of shit. Yeah, seriously, bro. Let so us talk to me. It's, it's a discussion lead-in that we could all look at. It's like... Oh, well, we could stay on the Bulls for a second. Yeah, about so... Kobe White, packaging him. I don't want Miles Turner. I want Jackson Hayes from New Orleans because he'll cost less money and he's freakishly athletic. Exactly. And he, he won't just had the he, sickest dunk I've ever seen. Well, and that's because he's going to win the MVP. But also, we're recording. Sorry. Don't tell the people. <laughs> don't spoil the game that happened three hours ago. <laughs> but um, Jackson Hayes, young Athletic doesn't need the ball as much as Miles Turner. You're going to ask one of these three to give up the ball right now? When uh, Miles Turner doesn't even get the ball on the Pacers. He's there for defense, It and that's it. Oh, he does that too? <laughs> He's the best defensive center no, in the No, I'm NBA. saying I was, that's how I was explaining Jackson Hayes is. I didn't know Miles Turner was that way as well, like where he just doesn't need the ball on offense. Yeah. No, he literally never gets it. And then when he does, it's for a corner three. Corner three. Corner three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fuck that. Yeah, let's sign him up. Dude, I mean, he's on like a relatively friendly contract. It's like- And I they stink. They're bad. Yeah. I thought they would be really good. Do they still have Karis LeVert? Yeah. He's, he's been in well? and out, but like- I mean, his leg shattered. He almost like died. Became paralyzed or yeah. something, didn't he? Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was really scary. He had like cancer along his spine or something. Yeah, something terrible that like, and then the Nets like shipped him right before that, and yeah. then he found out in Indiana. And yeah, if he didn't, God if he didn't Indiana get traded, right? Were yeah, great and be like, this is yeah. really small. I don't think I it was. It, I don't yeah. think it was like sketchiness by the Nets. I think he just ha it, you yeah, have to pass a physical, no yeah, matter like what, he, when you get traded. For all we know, it could have started growing like. That's Absolutely. Season. So, um, 
That's it on the Bulls. I don't understand how the Wizards are still playing so well. The Suns have won 17 games in a row and nobody's fucking talking about it. Um, 17 in a row, dude. Yeah. The Warriors are fucking a wagon. Giannis is fucking God again. I hate to say that sacrilegious, but whatever. Um, Great God. The Nets just need Kyrie, in my opinion. The Mavs are the Mavs. They're they're decent, but they just Luca needs somebody else, in my opinion. And then the Knicks fucking suck, and we're gonna kill them. Yeah, That's all I really have to say. So, um, I think I wanted to talk about a couple things, touch on a couple of your points. So. What is going on with the Nets? Are they good? Are they bad? They're, good. They're still the same. He will not get vaccinated, and the only way he's going to play is if he gets traded. So What? Why? The Nets, if they're smart, they would go one for one, Philly, Ben Simmons. Get a superstar defender, never give him the ball, let him facilitate. That would be awesome for both sides, IMO. Yeah, I mean, you don't need him to shoot anything. <laughs> the two biggest malcontents. We're just going to flip situations. Yeah, and then James Harden, like, with the new rule change, where he doesn't get fouled anymore, he doesn't need the ball in his hands as much, and yeah. so Ben Simmons can facilitate. That would be awesome. And the Nets are doing well, to your question, because they still have two of the best players to ever play the fucking game. Yeah. Yeah, they literally have like, two top do I think they can five. beat the Bucks or the Bulls in a seven-game series? Oh. No, but I think they will get there. Yes, yes. Uh, they, have, they just have no depth. Like he's uh, raising his hand. No, oh, it's okay. Keep going. It's, <laughs> it's changing top, changing teams. So go for it. Sorry. Like the Nets are, like the Nets are the same thing as the Lakers, where like three quarters of their roster can fucking fill out an AARP card. Yeah, that's like, they're old as fuck. I really want to see Blake get one though. Like, I really do. Yeah, I really hope it doesn't turn into a situation where we really hoped Chris Paul would get one, and then it just turns out he's a B. Well, I really wanted Chris Paul to get one because Chris Paul's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, you but, know, but Paul, I don't know if Blake Griffin's a Hall of Famer. No, I know. I, Hall of Fame is so easy to get into. They all are. We've been over this. Like, everybody gets in all of them. It's hard. We're not talking about the Baseball <laughs> Hall of Fame yeah. because the fact that some guys aren't already in five years ago is yeah. embarrassing. I won't shed any light on it. And baseball writers, the fact that they still have jobs and are able to pick is fucking beyond me. Yeah. But back to the NBA and Blake Griffin not being a Hall of Famer. Chris Paul is a Hall of Famer, and that's why I wanted to see him win. And I'm a small pass first guard, so I, re- I recognize with him it's his talent as well. Yeah, I, I <laughs> res- recognize game. I yeah. know, and I relate with Blake Griffin because I, too, have dunked. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So I would like to see him. But he's never done anything wrong. Like, he's never caused any problems. And he's problems also fucking rooms. hilarious. I know. He did stand up. I've done stand up. He's dunked. I've dunked. You're he went to brothers. college for a year. I went to college for a year. <laughs> it's a whole thing. We're pretty much the same if you think about it. Dude, the more you talk about it, like, you guys are actually the exact same person. That's, thank you. <laughs> But the reason Oklahoma sponsored by Jordan, Marquette sponsored by Jordan. Hey, man, we were both there for a year, probably didn't like it, and we used our comedy to deflect from real world situations. Absolutely. Blake won every single one of our short hoop dunk contests. Blake oh, yeah. won some real dunk contests. Same, same. What's same what's not? What is not real about no. a short dunk, short hoop dunk contest? That was a very poor way to put it. <laughs> 
<laughs> NBA sanctioned dunk contest. Yeah. Yeah. All the right. same. Brez, give me your uh, power rankings right now because I have not been able to pay attention to, like I've been able to pay attention to all the sports a little bit, but not as much as you've paid attention to basketball on its own. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the Suns are the best team in the NBA right now just because everything is so cohesive. But what has changed? You know what I mean? Like, I totally agree with you. Like, they went to the finals last year and they kind of choked. Well, they still have the same fucking talent They started on the, the year slow. I mean, they, le- they lost their first or three out of their first four games and have now gone on a 17 game winning streak. When Is your Cameron last Payne still on that goddamn team? <laughs> and he's I don't making know. a difference for them. He's like Cameron Johnson them. is, and he went to North Carolina. Campaign to the champagne. Yeah. I can't. Oh my God. We, we, we've heart, already talked yeah. about him too much on this podcast. Yeah. We don't need yeah. to bring him up again. I apologize. Yeah. Campaign, pain, campaign. But also you give DeAndre Ayton another year to develop in the National Basketball Association. Dude, with the best the point fact, guard he could develop with. Absolutely. The fact that they haven't extended an offer to him and he's a free agent this year is wild. I heard some stuff about that. They're both buttonheads. It's not just feel sorry for DeAndre Ayton. They tried to give him like a middle market contract. They tried to give him like the same contract Miles Turner has, which I mean is kind of fair. Like he hasn't played incredibly number one pick. That's what I was just about to say. But also like you want your number one pick to go out there and drop draws. Exactly. Like LaMelo should have been the number one pick, but Anthony Edwards is still dropping jaws. Yes. So that's what you want of the top three players. Like, so it was Aiton, Luca was in that draft, Trey Young was in that draft, am I correct? And Tatum. <laughs> and Tatum, and all three of those guys drop jaws yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. And Aiton has just solidified his role. He's right. fit into role his player. role better than any of those guys. Absolutely. Because those guys have had to go t- carry a team since day one. Exactly. So He's got Tevin Booker and Chris Paul. Exactly. And Find Crowder. your fucking role. So exactly. If I was the Suns, I would fucking sit down with him. Ask him what he wants and then cut it down by, you know, maybe 5%. Right. So he can't go into the meeting and be like, this is what I want. They, they can be like, okay, well, you can go try and talk to somebody else about that. We're going to show you the fucking tape right. and we're going to show you what you deserve. Right. But if, let's say like he just went in there and was like, we'll, we'll dumb He's it down. He's got the leverage though. Right. Here's why. Oh, okay. You don't think that like the Kings, Magic, or any other middling team are going to sign him to a rookie max deal, they're going to have to match it. But at the end of the day, if he makes that money for somebody else, the Suns are fine with that. Are they though? They just lost a pivotal part of their starting lineup. Okay. But then they opened up room to go pay somebody else who doesn't want to come play for them right now. What is the, like, is DeAndre Ayton the best center in the game? No. Is he fucking top 15? Maybe. He's top 15. I mean, like the way he's been playing lately He's probably top 10. I understand that. But if you have a guy who wants to go to another team to make more money instead of taking what you believe he deserves when he hasn't shown anything and doesn't want to play for and be a team guy and play for the Suns, you're happy to watch. You, you wish him the best and you're happy to watch him walk away. You're yeah, not happy about it you. because he's a number one pick and he could be a fucking freak, but he hasn't shown you that. That's why it's so tough to be a GM. Basically, but it's not as tough to it. not have me in the fucking corner to tell you the stupid shit that they're doing. Basically, all he's proven is that he needs an elite point guard in order to facilitate, get him the ball and score. Yeah. And that he played in the Pac-12 and was seven feet tall. Yeah. Yeah. So he, okay. So I was just about to ask you guys who has the most assists in the league because that's the team he needs to go to. I think I know who it is. 
Well, you should because we're talking about their team. The Suns, Chris Paul. Yes. Knew it. <laughs> uh, do you want to try a guess for who's two, three, four, or five? Is James up there? Uh, he is five. Is LaMelo up there? He is three. Um, trying to think. Luca? Not in the top. Is Russ still fucking averaging a triple-double while losing? Yeah, Russ is four. Uh-oh. Taj Gibson's going to kill somebody. Sorry, this is actually important. He just get ejected? I don't know. Taj Gibson going after his old team. But who's number two? So it is Chris Paul, Blank, LaMelo Ball, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Dame, even though he's been out, uh, DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray is money. Number and then, two. And um, <laughs> Draymond Green's in the top ten. Of course he is. Kyle Lowry, then Luka. Um Talk about a guy who filled a role on a team. We've talked about Draymond Green before. But you got to figure is out the number two, two, East Coast or West Coast, uh, or like Eastern Conference or Western Conference. East. That makes me think like Miami because you don't know where you were. Yeah, Pelicans, Miami, no. Orlando. It's a Southern state. Oh shit, Trey Young. Yeah. Really. Yeah, he's number he's two. He's averaging almost a double double. So Chris Paul has two hundred and thirteen assists. Trey Young has 200 assists. LaMelo has 198. Okay, so I can go back to the DeAndre Ayton thing. John Collins is good because of Trey Young and the exactly. way he facilitates. Exactly. But if that's his ceiling, then the Suns don't want to pay him. Right. And I wouldn't either. Yeah, because they don't know how long Chris Paul's going to be there. Exactly. Devin and Booker's not the facilitator that... And you can throw Miles Bridges into that same category I due to what LaMelo does. Yeah. Miles Bridges is fun to watch. Miles Bridges wasn't a number Miles one Bridges overall is pick. An electric factory, dude. That's why yeah. I really like them, dude. Yeah, one of my favorite like sports things in recent years was Bucknell played Michigan State in the first round yeah. of the tournament, and yeah. it was Jaron Jackson Jr. and Miles Bridges, yeah, and fucking Winston as a freshman, maybe. Yeah, Cassius Winston. Yeah, and like. We kept it a game. Mm-hmm. Like I knew all the guys on the team relatively. So it was like, it was crazy. And then it's like, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Miles Bridges are going to be top 10 picks yeah. in the NBA. And yeah. these dudes are like hanging with them. Yeah, but then at, crazy. at the end, they, they showed away. you who Miles Bridges and Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah. were going to be, right? Precisely. Yeah. All right, Precisely. so Brad, I want you to run th- through your, just speed through the power rankings for you. And then we can get into your snubs, your fallers, your hopeless bottom feeders. <laughs> uh, okay, so one through ten, Suns one, Warriors two, Bucks three, Bulls four, Jazz five, Nets six, Mavs seven, Heat eight, Knicks nine, Clippers Hornets ten, and like. I so I love that you put. I love the that you put the bulls down a little bit just cause we're not uh, fully biased. We all know that the bulls are one. So I appreciate what you did there. I wrote on there. I like the bucks being above the bulls, but that's strictly because of Giannis Antetokounmpo. If there's any other player in the league, I would say, fuck you. Bulls are going to the championship. Right. Even out of bias. Right. Cause we were the best team in the East for a little while and the bucks were struggling. He wasn't playing. Now he's playing. He's the best fucking player in the league and he's going to yeah. be a top three player. Like I said, before the year started, cause I'm a fucking genius. Yeah. How great would it be? They're one, we're two, they lose, we win and we get to the Eastern conference finals. No bucks there. And 
he comes to Chicago next year. Dun, dun, dun. We need a Kobe White. Spooky. <laughs> no, Kobe White stays too. <laughs> um, so it's all hypothetical till it's real. Yeah. So, um, what's the deal with the Clippers? I haven't. I've I've bet on them mm. when I was betting. I am also on hiatus right now, but I have kind of faded them, and I thought it was working, but I didn't really check. They're they were cold for a while. They're heating up now. Paul George is playing amazing basketball. Really? Yeah. Good for him. Are the I'm, role players trying starting to figure it out again like they did in the playoffs just out of fucking nowhere? Terrence Mann has up and down games. He's not re- like Reggie Jackson has continued to be good and it's like just I, always. I, I He's so fucking, annoying. See, I don't that's know why what, I hate the guy. Yeah. But I hate him. Yeah. And I always thought he was trash and overrated. Yeah. But he's pretty good. But then you bet against him. Yeah. Fucking double, double. I'm the same exact way. That's what I hate about this whole thing is that, you know, Terrence Mann, everyone, like he got so many eyes on him due to the playoffs last year. Mm -hmm. And then he comes back and just forgets how to play basketball. Yeah. You know, like I get it. Going to the gym, like sometimes when I'm shooting around, I'm like, ooh, it feels good today. And then other days it's like, ooh, that feels bad. But again, it's not my... It's not my occupation. Right. Yeah. You know, I, ooh, that I feels do, bad. Like there's some days where I'm shooting around at the gym with my headphones blaring and I'm hoping the people up on the track are looking at me. Right. And then the next time, I'm and like, they oh, want to record me. I'm really hoping they're not watching me shoot around. Right. You know? Exactly. I'm wide open. Wide open. <laughs> Nobody's there. I'm playing horse the rim against myself. It's always open. Yeah. But like, I, I've had days where I feel real good. And it's like, if that's my profession to perfect that shot, like how Steph Curry has done this year. Yeah. And every year he's ever played before. Like if you can have spurts of being good, I don't understand how you can't continuously be good. Because he hasn't figured out his game or his body yet. No, I understand how you can just not be good. I understand that. And I understand the spurt of it. No. I was just being an asshole. No, not really. Your point makes sense, though. If yeah. you're going to play at the highest level in the playoffs and play really well, why not game one of the, re- what, what has it been, 25 games now? Right. And he's up and down or whatever? Yeah. I totally agree with you. That doesn't really make that much sense. Yeah, we're but, like almost exactly a quarter of the way through the season. Yeah. yeah. But he hasn't figured out yet who he is. What is he, like six, seven, six, 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 seven? Yeah, maybe his role hasn't been defined or whatever. Yeah, well, he was just his playing out of his mind. Like and has changed, like... Lori Garcia's literally. And like, you'll see where, when he plays, whether it's like he, it's like, he's like point guard, small forward, powerful. Right. It makes no sense. Yeah. He and hasn't figured out where he's supposed to be yet. And he will, yeah. but you were super high on him coming in this year. And I thought he was going to be good, but I didn't think I wasn't as high on him just because when you lose the fourth best player in the NBA, like Kawhi Leonard, your whole team is in shambles. I don't oh, care yeah. what anybody says. Yeah, like it's impossible to account for that. Especially with the Western Conference teams like uh, two years ago, you see the Kings coming into their schedule and like, okay, this will be a breeze. There's not that many teams anymore where Paul George can look at the schedule and be like, hey, I don't I don't have to go get 45. Yeah. No, the parity in the NBA right now, like the level of competition is great aside from the Rockets. Yeah. Like the We're Rockets are about. so yeah. bad. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear my fun to watch top 10? Yeah. Okay. So obviously number one is the Bulls. Yes. Right. Um, and then number two was, uh, where did they go? Um, Cause Brez has it all written down. 
Um, number two is actually the Kings. I, I they're love so fast. The Kings. They're so I, fast. I don't. I don't care that they're not very good. Fun to watch. They're good. Number three, and don't jump down me for the first. It's the Lakers. Okay. Because of how bad it's been. Okay. Yes. Because that's so fun to watch. Yeah. You know? I love watching Anthony Davis play at all times. Yeah. Um, number four, Nuggets. Yes, of course. Watching Jokic. Jokic plays. <laughs> I'm sorry about what I said about Anthony Davis. I take it back right away. Yeah. Jokic is my favorite player to right. watch. It makes no sense. Yes. Dude, he's the ugliest mug in the NBA <laughs> that can do everything. He's yeah. amazing. Oh, my and God. And then uh, five, same reasoning for the Nuggets, is the Mavs. Yeah, of course. Luka, Luka. and they're getting, they're starting to kind of heat up a little bit, which is fun. Um, six is probably the Warriors. Yeah, of course. Due to Steph Curry this year. He's a freak. They should be higher up, but um, due to them winning and threatening the Bulls, they've been bumped down. I need like them to say something about Clay where he's not going to come back for a little bit, so Steph Curry goes out because there's no way. That's what I wanted Zach to bring up after this. Okay, sorry, keep going. The Clay Thompson thing. Um, and then I wanted to push down the whole list by one because I wanted to put the Hornets at two. Yeah, I love them, dude. So Bulls, Hornets, Kings. Okay, perfect. There you go. So you love flashy passes. I love everything that traditional basketball people hate. Me too. I love everything about I, it. I th- I show said me, that the way that that's the way the NBA is going for so long. Show me the cross court passes. Show me the alley oops. Show me the no look passes. Show me the behind the back passes. Show me the money. Yeah. That's why the Spurs have been successful, but they haven't won championships because they're built on fundamental basketball from 1960. Right. And Dude, it worked really well because they guys. had the greatest big fundamental, yeah. fucking Tim Duncan. Yeah. And there's just not guys like that anymore. You got to right. be fast. You got to be quick and you have to be able to shoot from the fucking logo. Yeah. So I yeah. heard a really fun interview with, um, you guys remember and one. Yeah. The, yeah. the professor had an interview like maybe a year or two ago. And they were like, so why did you never think about going pro? And he was like, well, obviously I did, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, like he's yeah. a, he's a guy trying to play basketball. He went like, like over, no shit. he tried to play D one. They didn't give him a scholarship and blah, blah, blah. He went to play overseas. And when he was doing all this, that was the way the league was. It's 100%. like, we want Tim Duncan, right? We want guys that feel like Tim Duncan Absolutely. and move like Tim Duncan. Now, if the professor was in high school trying to get oh, recruited, yeah. he'd be Arch Manning of basketball. Exactly. <laughs> Imagine yeah. if fucking Jason Williams, white chocolate, was in the um, like graduating He's high school still this playing, year, like Orlando proams and shit. Yeah, I know, but he was kind of the first to utilize the no look pass Absolutely. and the like craziness of how basketball can be played. Yeah. And so that is where my top 10 gets based off. I love that. The no, dunk I, used to I be illegal. With you. Yeah. You're <laughs> semi-pro. Yeah. You, foul. No, yeah. wait. Two fouls. Two fouls. <laughs> That's two points. <laughs> he never established a pivot foot. Um, all right. So last takes on the NBA so we can move to the worst sport of all time. Bulls Warriors championship. Yep. Brez. Oh, wait. Wanted to talk about what you think is going to happen when Clay comes back. Like, is Warriors, he? I don't see oh how. God. I don't see how they could get better. But all he does, I don't understand how I'll he comes back how and they, they get, get worse. He, Clay Thompson comes back. I know, but I'm saying with how astronomical they're playing right now, like it's oh, not yeah. fair that he gets to come back. Jordan Poole came out of nowhere. Like Man, that's, that's the fucking other thing Michigan is, dork. Like, are you going to just give Clay his role back? You don't lose your job to injury. 
Yeah, it's Clay's a little bit different. Clay's out of this world. Clay's the best they're, shooter. They're gonna be. They're gonna get worse. Like when Clay comes back, and then get better when the playoffs. Roll. No, they're not gonna miss. I'm just telling you right now. I'm they're telling not gonna you miss. right now, they're gonna but, give him 15 shots a game. He's gonna hit 30. Nah. percent Jordan Poole is gonna go ice cold. And Russell Westbrook is your favorite player. So, whereas I remember, <laughs> I you remember. Said facts. No, I was gonna say false <laughs> and bullshit at the same. <laughs> Full shit. Um, Brez, oh. I remember, I remember something you said about Clay Thompson that his one of his main goals or um, roles with the team was threes and D. That's it. But off of two leg injuries, he's not going to be able to perform defensively like he used to. Exactly. You know, he's going to have a little more of a give to his leg. He's going to try not to over exaggerate any movements and stuff like that. So, have you ever do you heard think him he talk? Like, He's still going to No, guard. I know he's ready. Like, that's no, what happens. No, I know. But what I'm saying is, like, he walks around practice with, like, a headband on and wristbands. Like, he's he forgot he was injured. Yeah, I know. That's He's going to go off. That's what it sick, ha- That's the mentality the of professional athletes. Like, they don't care. No, about- but I'm talking about he has a higher level of non And I, I really hope that he he's gets going to. to go off. I'm telling you right now he's going to. All right, rock on. Okay, can we talk about the worst sport in all Let's of history? Say, I got to say, fuck Brian Kelly real quick. Yeah. And fuck Lincoln Riley, too. You got kids in your locker room that believe in you. You don't do that shit the fucking day after. I'm glad Brian Kelly's gone. I never liked him. How? Yeah. But you just don't do that. That's fucking... And they just get to escape to millions of dollars. Like, people who are bad people and betray people need to be punished. And in college football, they don't get to, which is bullshit. And I hope they both go own fucking 12 next year and that's it brian kelly missed the perfect chance for an irish goodbye yeah i know what an idiot instead he needed to address the team for an exaggerated amount of time and didn't really say anything no like it couldn't have been it couldn't have been a more unsincere apology no so why even come back like (laughs) whatever yeah we're over it i don't know shit about fuck when it comes to the ncaa with football. Oh, I, I can try to fake a conversation about basketball. I get it. The top teams don't really change in your, yeah. do they for football? Yeah. But I couldn't tell you a coach for anything yeah. other than coach K Roy I Williams or Nick Saban. Go Tigers. North Carolina Nothing. just beat Michigan the other day and Duke lost as the number one ranked to team. Ohio state. Yes. Great. Revenge. Revenge. North Carolina beats Michigan and Ohio state beats Duke in the same week in basketball. Quidditch. <laughs> But we should have known, probably. Yeah. But um, I can go real quick at the NBA, NFL, because we're all canceling it. But I'm going to give you picks to all these games. Well, we're going to do the whole thing, so we can talk about. We got. We no, that's going. fine. I'm just saying we all fucking hate the NFL right now. Oh yeah, so the NFL sucks. Um, it's been taking the majority of my soul on Sundays. Yeah. Um, it's just been ripping it out. And what one the team, fuck are the Chargers doing? What the fuck are the Rams exactly doing? exactly what like? I wanted to fucking talk about. All right? You wanted to start the new... Who's, you, you, Brady, you wanted to start the new segment, even though we've done it three Buying weeks. Buying some socks? Yeah. yeah. I am giving it away for free. My, <laughs> stock, my stock in the Chargers. Yeah. You have so much firepower on your offense, and you struggle to find the end zone. I get it. If you're letting up a lot of points, that makes sense. But you have Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, Justin Herbert... And you yeah. can't find the end zone. You also have Jared defense. Cook, who's been it's in the league for 12,000 years. Good defense, too. It, the thing that sucks is that, like, it's across the NFL. So, like, all the offenses, like, the good ones have taken, like, a huge step back, which is why the 
bear, like the bears and like the fucking jaguars and shit. That's why they cover spreads. Like, yeah. Defenses, I don't know. Did they just get better? What did they figure out? Putting two safeties shuts down Mahomes, Herbert, uh, Josh Allen, and like, what the fuck is going on? Well, maybe don't. What the like, fuck is going maybe, on? The Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl again. Maybe don't. No, run. the Packers look real good. I they're, actually, they're a I, to lose in the I have yeah. a 100% positive guarantee, and you can probably book it because I'm not betting on the NFL right now. Yeah. Not betting on anything right now. Either am I. The NFC wins the Super Bowl, and it's going to be the Bucks, and they're going to play against the Cowboys, and that is a hundred percent guarantee. You can book it right now. All right, maybe I will. That's oh, futures bet to place. I, I, <laughs> I, I wish I could do it. Well, the other thing, because like, the odds Rivers. are so astronomical, like the odds won't even reflect the probability of that happening. Yeah, but like. Dude, if you call your shot, because you need the seating to fall in place, too, for that to happen. No. There's opposite divisions. Yeah, so... Um, the Bucks are in the NFC, and the Cowboys are in the AFC. Or am I wrong? No, the Bucks. Oh, Cowboys that's what I meant. Okay, so the NFC is going to win the Super Bowl, and the Bucks are going to play the Cowboys to get there. And yeah, I don't care like, who they play against. Sorry, But the yeah. seating has to match up, yeah. because the Cowboys... Well, the Cowboys and Bucks, they have the same record. So, like... We're not going to worry about seating. We just know it's going to be there. All right. Word. <laughs> so I am giving away Chargers stock to anybody who wants to pick it up. I know that if I do that, they will turn it around because of the way that the NFL has treated me so far. But if they would have won, then I would have won. If they would have won on Sunday, I would have been so back that I would have loved the NFL. That's how much I would have been back. Yeah. Um, All I needed was one, and I've gotten zero. Yeah, agreed. And so I'm selling the Chargers along with the Rams. I I don't get what the Rams are doing. I don't understand. How do you go seven and one and now you're seven and four after three weeks? Well, Robert Woods is just a perennial part of their offense. Well, or Odell Beckham is literally just a. He's I, been there for I, two weeks. Yeah, I don't and think they lost both of them. I know, but he uh, you can't you learn can't. a fucking system in two weeks. Also, I get yeah. that, but you can also they were using Cooper Cups so much. And they were using Daryl Henderson so much, and then they just kind of stopped. They target Cooper Cup the same amount of times. They just don't target him where and when they used to. I think Sean McVay is so smart that he gets in his way. Yeah, absolutely. And Matt Nagy is so dumb that he gets in his way. <laughs> it's the same, same. Dude, but if they here's fine minds, do they become the best coach because it's a perfect balance of smartness and stupidity absolutely or hands is down it a continuous circle of no they would be on this they would be on this podcast if they combined oh, matt, okay. Mc, yeah. <laughs> matt mcveigh um so let's move on to the bears just really quick because i have been dealing with this for three weeks well ever since our last podcast i'm gonna call it a year I wanted us to lose so bad to the Lions. I The way we handled the end of that game made me disappointed and embarrassed that I am a fan of that organization. I have watched games with diehard Bears fans my whole entire life, and I've heard them say some of the most obscure things to human beings that they don't know. I've never heard one of them say that they wanted them to lose. On Thursday... We were watching the game. They wanted Cairo to miss that kick and for them to lose the game. Every single one of us. 
I've never seen that in my life. At, at some points, we'd be like, oh, yeah, I hope they lose. But then the game gets started and then they have a chance to win. They're like, yeah, let's go win this. Right. They didn't care. We didn't go win that game. We happened to win. Why it. was he so fucking pumped up? I don't get it. You are so pumped. You have first and goal due to a flag, and you still decide to kick a goddamn field goal. Right, you're four and seven. You make a statement. You go in there and you, you fucking punch it in. 100%. I totally agree with you. And There's he, no point of winning games anymore. And yeah. here's the fucking worst part about the whole goddamn thing. I'm shaking something that's making noise, so I got to put it down. We are so crazy about the teams we love. Yeah. And that's what the Bears feed on. So yeah. I am running into this moral dilemma of do I not root for this team? Do I completely disown the Bears? You can't do it. I can't, but shut up and listen for a sec. I'm sorry I yelled. <laughs> There's no way that anything changes unless people stop showing up to the games. There's no way things change unless we stop buying what they're selling. Snaps and you can take Thank you. Knock this. We have been rooting for this team that hasn't been rooting for us to want to be happy. If they wanted us to be happy as fans, they would have done so many things different. But we're in a very toxic relationship that we just keep showing up for. Day in, day out, year in, year out, this is the year. We say that every goddamn year, and it is the same on fucking repeat. We're singing the same sad song this time every year. Then we'll go to eight and eight to be able to make the fucking playoffs. Everyone will be like, this is now our time. It doesn't matter. It's a new season at the playoffs. And then we're going to get our heart broken again, probably by a quadruple doink this time. And it just doesn't make fucking sense why we still root for this goddamn team other than the definition of being a fanatic. Literally. Yeah, That's but it. here's the thing that I don't think Pace understands or Nagy understands. Like, I don't think they understand how big of fans their fans are. And I don't know how they could be so out of touch with it. How, why do you think that? I think they because know exactly. Because you just, you just went on for five minutes about how you are deeply and emotionally fucking devastated by this team, and they still have the same fucking coach, Good and call. they still do the same fucking things. They don't change anything because they don't give a fuck, or they just don't know. I don't think someone is that cruel to not know that their fans feel this way and do nothing. Either they're too stupid or they're fucking demons. It's one or the other. Yeah. Because you can't just keep doing this shit. Yeah, and I think we've all just assumed that it's stupidity due to the fact that we can't think that our own organization wants to self-implode. Of, of course, but we have to start thinking about it now I because know, it's, it's gone on too long. And that's, like, I have so many friends that are just diehard bears regardless of what's going on. And I am that way for every team I root for. Except the bears. Now, due to what has happened in the last two years. Yeah. Michael Wilbon said this recently about the bears. And it's true of what, like, the football team is now. Yeah. They were so reliant on having, like, a strong fan base. Mm -hmm. Also, having the smallest stadium in the NFL is a huge factor in that. Our stadium fucking blows. Dude. What does the stadium matter if you can't fucking play well? Well, it's easier to fill up if it's a lot smaller. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. So, then, like... <laughs> He's okay. <laughs> but, like, the... Where the like everyone is just apathetic towards the Maybe bears. He's not. Like that's the point we're reaching where it's well, same old bears, like same old lions. How often do you see like 
board field filled up. Yeah, I know. I gotcha. Like that's the point that we're getting to with this team. Yeah. Where the only confidence we have is that we're going to fuck it up somehow. I know. And so people just lose interest over time. But they haven't. They have. They I mean, were good the for one year is. in the past fucking, they've been good two years in the past 15. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is like viewership is down, but when, how are you going to build a new stadium and like get all this funding? That stadium might be dog shit. Because they'll have enough people where they at least change something. Enough yeah. people will freak out and be like, okay, Arlington's it. I just hope they have to sell the team. I'm going to be honest. Like, I, I yes. hate the family. Uh-oh. Hey, James, we're talking about the Bears now. Okay, well, you know, football is so stupid. I, I'm a Bears fan. I don't watch football. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I think, you know, they're meatheads and they run around with helmets on. It's just barbaric almost. <laughs> I don't watch football. I've never watched it in my life. How many days? Uh, uh, but seven twenty. I'm gonna watch it in, in about ten minutes, probably with the Cowboys and Saints. <laughs> no, I'm talking about how many days until March. <laughs> oh, 170 days until March. You weren't supposed to give it. You weren't supposed to give it away that fast. Oh, that's hilarious, James. We did. James, we did lead into this whole thing. Let's talk about the sport that everybody fucking hates. Soccer? No. no. <laughs> the other football. Oh, the pigskin? It's stupid. It, it doesn't love you. It just it's ne- never. <laughs> like, I literally, I had so many Michelob Ultras on Saturday coping from that. I went home and talked to a football and said, why? 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 <laughs> yeah, I hear you, James. Oh, fuck. Hey, JMO, I, I know you're uh, in a breakup with football right now, but do you want to make some picks? Ooh, one second. Um, I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but I'm going to go Bears money line on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're all booking. We were in. literally just talking about Bears fanaticism, and yeah, that we're, fits over. we're booking. Um, in the Bears money James, line. since you uh, could not make it in today, uh, we want to ask, how did work end? Are you okay? All good. We're all good. Okay, thank God. And is there anything that you needed to tell the people before we get to our NFL picks? Um, there is one thing. I'm going to go back to that terrible day on Saturday. If I ever hear anybody tell me that Ohio State Michigan is not the best rivalry in sports, I will I will push you over with my pinky. <laughs> <laughs> James, when we were watching the game on Saturday, James looked at me and he goes, "There was these two kind of classy Michigan fans. I got to go ha- shake their hands. They did well handling it here." The only reason I went to shake their hands is cuz he did. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I wanted to really punch like, him. That's not really like me to do that. It's, and I'm not going to be known in the paper as that kid who jumped two old guys at a bar in Forest Park. <laughs> I, was, I was close. There was one thing that I hated about those two guys. The way they ate boneless wings. Well, also, oh, they started off the game with a touchdown. To boneless wings. <laughs> <laughs> they started off the game with a touchdown, and they were like, oh, just let us have it. We're not going to have that many more. After the game, I'm wasted. I go, you knew all along. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, we didn't. And I was like, okay, yeah. whatever, well, they, they had a They had a beer, then they had French onion soup, and then they split an order of boneless wings. And the way they dunked their carrots in ranch even made me disgusted. <laughs> Hey, but hey, guys, I'm normally the guy that's the asshole to everybody. I said, my God, even credit words too. Michigan just punched Ohio State just right in the mouth. And that's it. There's really nothing you can come back from. 
you just hope Iowa smokes them this weekend, or you hope the game just gets canceled and it doesn't happen. I'd be cool with that. I hope it gets canceled. There's no plus coming out of this game. <laughs> there, there really is. Like, I said I, I uh, the other day to a buddy in a text as a joke, if it's Georgia-Michigan in the national championship, I will go adopt a Bulldog and just hold them. I will, I will like, fucking express ship so much Georgia shit. It's not even funny. I, uh, I, 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 I will, will also help you adopt that bulldog. I will take care of it if you want me to. Like, I'm gonna name him. I'm gonna name him like Albert or something. Like, he looks like <laughs> like if I get a bulldog, it's gonna be named Albert. Agatha, <laughs> Agatha. Get a girl. I, um, when I was at Marquette. Alberta. <laughs> hmm. When I was at Marquette, we tried to do that, like pick a pick a fandom to go root for for football, and then just get like really into it because the Marquette doesn't have a football team, and the guys a year above us picked Georgia, and then we were stuck with not Georgia. I think we ended up picking Stanford when McCaffrey was there. Ooh, um, that's fun. But the guys, above, yeah, I know, and the guys above us were cool. So I'll get some Georgia stuff. We're officially if it's if it's Georgia Michigan, I I don't know. I know we don't talk college school that much. If Oklahoma State is in there, I'm gonna be like, Why are you here? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like well, no one's gonna wanna see no one's gonna wanna see Oklahoma State. I mean, Cincinnati, this little brother, maybe I would like to see them in it. Luke Fickle, former Ohio State coach. But I don't know. And if Notre Dame I hate Notre Dame. Here's I'll leave it at that. If they somehow win the national championship, I'll just start laughing. Yeah. <laughs> because of because of uh what's his shithead face? Brian Kelly. Yeah. Fuck. I will him. just start laughing. Like how fun like do you think he would say, Do I get a ring? <laughs> He's gonna ask for one and I hope they don't give it to him. I hope they shoot him with it. Not dead, but just like shoot him with <laughs> a shoot ring. Him right ring. in the back well, of the yeah. know Brian Kelly Brian Kelly's buried a couple bodies. We are he said that on live TV pretty much. Uh oh. You brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James, give us your uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday picks. Can you? I don't, I'm driving right now. Can you rattle off a few off the top of my head? I'm just gonna. I'm gonna rattle them all off. Uh, okay, I. I'm driving right now. Cowboys Saints tonight. Cowboys minus six and a half. Bucks Falcons. Bucks minus ten and a half. Colts Texans. Colts minus ten. Or I like. Sorry, Brady. I like Falcons plus ten and a half. That's the first one. Oh, perfect. I have that written down as well, and I'll tell you why in just a second. I have Eagles-Jets, Eagles minus six and a half. We have Giants-Dolphins. Jets money line. Okay, (laughs) we're turning the fucking tides here. We used to be an Eagles podcast, now we're Jets podcast. Uh, Giants-Dolphins, Dolphins minus four. Vikings-Lions, Vikings minus seven. Chargers-Bangles, Bengals minus three. Cardinals-Bears, Cardinals minus seven and a half. We know you're taking their money line. (laughs) Football team versus Raiders, Raiders minus two and a half. Jaguars. Football team, two and a half. Oh, no, I don't like that because I do like it. I don't like it. Jaguars, Rams, uh, Rams minus 13. Jaguars, money line for you. Um, Ravens. Yeah, are you kidding me? Trevor Lawrence is going to put on the game of the century on Sunday. <laughs> the Rams are sussy right now. Yeah, too. and the Rams are going to lose four in a row. Uh, Ravens, Steelers, Ravens minus four and a half. 49ers, Seahawks, 49ers minus three and a half. Broncos, Chiefs, Chiefs minus nine and a half. And Monday Night Football, James' Super Bowl pick Patriots at Buffalo Bills. Bills Remember when you guys three. laughed at me when I said that a couple weeks ago? Yeah, I, remember when I'm going to laugh at you that the Bills beat them by 40? I, Patrick, agree to disagree with you on that. <laughs> you know, I don't like when you call me Patrick. It feels demeaning. It, it, it's kind of serious. 
<laughs> Patrick? I just had to pull over to gas station because I'm probably going to get six blue Powerades and drink them. Ooh, that it's sounds delicious. The signs, blue. All right, I'm going to go through these games. Blue, this follows. Only bet Ooh. when touching Jonathan Taylor. Two touchdowns. Oh, whoa. Plus 450. All right, I'm All in. Right. I'm going to go through this real quick, and I'm fading myself on every pick other than three. Cowboys <laughs> Saints, I'm taking the over because it screams under. So everything I take is because the other thing screams that it's going to happen. Right. I'm taking the Falcons because the Bucks are fucking so hot right now, and the Falcons stink. Um, I'm taking the Colts minus 10 because I've taken the Texans all year plus double-digit points. I'm taking the over in the Eagles-Jets game because both their offenses seem to not exist, so it screams under, so we take over. Uh, Giants-Dolphins. Why are the Dolphins minus four against the Giants? It should be one, so we take Dolphins. Uh, Lions-Vikings. Game screams under because like Vikings win like 35-2 to two or something, so we take the over in that one. Uh, Chargers, Bengals. We take the under in that one because that screams shootout. Uh, Cardinals, Bears. <laughs> we take the Cardinals because I love when the Bears have nothing to lose. Um, <laughs> football team, Raiders. We take the Raiders minus two and a half because the football team are on an uptrend. The Raiders are on a downtrend, but they're still minus two and a half. So we're taking the Raiders. Uh, Raiders last week. No, they didn't. Uh, Jaguars, Rams. <laughs> uh, Jaguars Rams screams like Rams 50 to nothing. So take the under, um, and then Raven Steelers. We take the over cause two great defenses with offenses that haven't figured it out. Screams under take the over, uh, Seahawks money line. You are hitting all the games, dude. Yeah. And then Broncos chiefs. <laughs> I, I, I love this right now. This is like great. It sounds like he's at an auction. Broncos chiefs <laughs> game screams under as well. Like chiefs 35 to fucking zero. Maybe take the over um and then bills patriots this is the one where you take the patriots because i love the bills but i i'm taking the bills even though i'm not taking it at all right exactly yeah and that's it all right james what are you gonna do kid uh i'm going i like the the it was what Bengals minus three right yeah i like Bengals minus three i like bears money line i like jaguars plus 13 i'm not going money line i'm going plus 13 i like, I like that and I like uh, Cowboys minus six tonight. Ooh, all right. Well, we will know that sooner rather than later. All right, Brez? Um, sole, like, actual standalone bet I'm taking is Jonathan Taylor to score two touchdowns. Um, kind of like the Chargers bunny line. Really? I hate yeah. the Chargers. Oh, everybody does, <laughs> but that's when you bet them. Oh, that's cool. All right, go on. Um... Mm. I'm gonna just rattle it off, kind of no, like Brady. I know I'm. I'm no. I know what the lines are. A seven point teaser with the Bucks, Rams, Oof. and um, teasers. They get me. Bucks, Rams, and Chiefs. Seven point teaser. I was saying that I was gonna rattle them off like Brady did his picks because oh, I gotcha, I'm not gotcha. gonna, I can't fucking bet this slate. I got no idea what's going on. But I do like the Colts. I like the Eagles. I like the Giants. I like the Vikings. I like the Bengals. I like the Bucks. I like the Jags. I like the Ravens. I like the 49ers. I like the Chiefs. And I like the Bills. James, any last words for your fans, friend? So bold. Wow, you're going to steal Brady's thing? Silly no, goose. <laughs> James, thanks for calling in. We missed you the whole day, friend. The Red Challenge.
Meet you guys. I'll be back next week. We'll be back better than ever. Brady, we've played the outro music. Let's go, Bulls! This has been Season 5, Episode 15 of the Washed Up Podcast. Music by Pat Mallers and Charlie Foreman. Feels so good. Peace, love, and happiness. Hear from us next time. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I ain't no, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shotty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody loves. Everybody want to be like me. I cha-cha real smooth. do 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 I break rules and race roofs. It break goose with great juice. I make moves and I make the music and ain't loose, homie. To the wrong tie, can't sink, it's all dry. Land, one day you gotta learn to fly. Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot. Shorty thick like a car bomb. Oh Lord, won't quit till it's all mine. On God, I've been steady trying to get in my way. That's the only way that I get down. Ever since I focused on my mind, Got it, get it, get it.